Hey, welcome to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast where sisters Alex and Sarah Franklin bring on comedians to recap Bachelor episodes and reflect on their own journey with Bachelor Nation. Enjoy! Alexa, volume 30. Almost paradise. We're knocking on heaven's door. Alexa, stop. Hey, everyone. Uh, it's Alex and Sarah. Hello. And we are here to recap week two, episodes one and two yes. of week two of <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise. So many parts. So many parts. So many, so many moving parts. Yeah. They weren't lying when they said this was the season of fluidity. It was getting hard to follow. There's just so much going on, you guys. I honestly just think that they're all so drunk and so horny. And I like don't. I, I, Alex, I said this to you before. I think everybody looked bad in this, in this week. Like I, there was not a single person that like came out unscathed to me. Huh? That's a good point. Uh, Not necessarily even because they did something bad, but like some people did rude things. Some people did bad things. Some people did pathetic things. <laughs> I think Jubilee was pretty triumphant in this episode. Um, Yeah, but then you also just to like add, I mean, you also do have like the tiny little bit of and I know it's paradise and all is fair and love and war, but like you do have the bit of her like. Oh, well, he was sitting with his arm around another girl. And she was like, hey, want to go on a date with me? I loved it. She looked her in the eyes as she hugged him. I but know. we'll get to it, you guys. Why don't we just kick this episode off where we left off last week? Uh, the Goose Gang. Um, they pulled Colton aside after his date with Tia. Yes. Uh, basically giving Colton the rundown, telling him that he's not here for the right reasons, the all the BS that we have heard before. It's like, you can't have one foot in, one foot out. And while I don't disagree with the sentiment, why was that any of those gentlemen's business? That's, I just kept writing down, I don't know why Jordan and Nick care. Like, I guess I understand Chris because he likes Tia. I don't think that Chris likes Tia. I think he I just wants think- to I don't think he likes Tia either, but I just Obviously, mean like, yeah, we know, we know too much. <laughs> yeah. Clearly he like doesn't care about anyone but himself, but like, I like just, cause I guess he was trying to pursue Tia would be another way to put it. Um, but I was just like, I don't get why any of these guys care. And I was kind of agreeing with what Colton was saying. Oh, okay. So I, I talked to you a little bit about this off mic. I think I'm trending towards Colton. I think I might actually, like him I don't know I don't I thought he handled himself so rationally and he said listen I told Tia that I'm not sure that I want to be with her that I'm here to explore options but that my I just got off of this other show where I told another girl that I loved her and I introduced her to my family so why can't you why can't you gentlemen understand where I'm coming from emotionally and what's wrong with being honest with where I'm at? Yeah, I totally agree. I like I did agree with him there to for me to say I like Colton is um 
I don't I don't think I ever would say that. I think I have some sympathy for him, but it's not like what's he's, holding you back. Oh, because he's trying to be like the beacon of transparency and honesty right now. And he like that's a first like his past is holding me back. Mm. Also, I uh the beacon of transparency. <laughs> I also <laughs> don't. I also am like, I don't think that it's necessarily fair of him to keep using this excuse of like, I'm fresh off Becca's season. I told her that I loved her for everyone when it's like, it's kind of like, well, bro, then why are you here? Like I get like, to be famous. Yeah. Eggs. Okay. Exactly. But is there anything inherently wrong with that? I mean, of course there's a, there's a lot. No, there's nothing inherently wrong with that. It's only wrong when you lie about it. Um, I, at, but at least he's not telling her that he likes her and then going through and getting the Instagram sponsorships and then like hooking or getting BJ's on the side. You know what I mean? I I mean, he could be. <laughs> but he's not because he's telling her that he's not sure if he's oh, there oh, yet. It, no, I agree. Again, like everything about this, I, I, I do agree with what he's saying. I just like it doesn't change who he is to me. Okay. Yeah, that's totally fair. Um, with that said, I these guys just suck so hard. I just wrote like, down and I was like, everyone looks stupid. Everyone sounds dumb. I like nothing about this is like funny or attractive. No, the, I and I almost don't even want to call them the goose gang because I just don't want to give that phrase power or like <laughs> yeah. I, because they're clearly like playing into they're trying to lean into the funny the funny of it it's, and it's just not funny. It's just not funny. Yeah. Um. And what got me even more upset was that Tia showed that she was more than capable of having this conversation on her own. Yes. And she did a pretty good job having it. I agree. I thought that their conversation was both like open and honest. Um, although she's getting so mad at Colton for being like her backup or his backup when it's like, that's what you're doing to Chris. <laughs> this whole thing. Like, not that I like Chris, but that's what I'm saying. Like, Everyone is unlikable to me this season. Not We're not a supposed to like person. them. We're not supposed to. No, like but usually in paradise, it's like redemption season. I mean, that is when you like people again. Yeah. That's literally how Nick became the bachelor. And none of them are like showing progress to me as human. Oh, no, of course. not. I guess I like Kendall, but even her, I'm still like you and Joe don't do anything. <laughs> Why Perfect. are you so obsessed with it? I'm sorry. What would you and Adam be doing if you were on this island together? <laughs> I'd be like going insane. I'd be like, airlift me out of here. I <laughs> can't take it. I can't take just like being in the same exact place, doing the same exact thing every day. Yeah. Uh, going back to Tia and Colton, yeah. I, um, I, the one thing that I thought was so funny and like so real <laughs> was when, uh, she's like, Colton, I want to be with you. Do you want to be with me? This is me paraphrasing. Yeah. And he's like, no. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, that is such bullshit. <laughs> yeah. You're full of shit. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think he is. I don't think he wants to be with you. Listen. I mean, she I mean, she eventually got on the other side of it. But like, yeah, I've been against it so hard. Where it's just like, tell me what I want to hear. Yeah. And then when they don't, I'm like, you're awful. 100%. Tia is in a place where a million girls have been before. Um, We've all been there. We've all been Tia. It is. And it's like, it's 
oh, like I almost I know that I haven't been to paradise, but I almost <laughs> feel like her exact situation I've been in before where it's mm-hmm. like there's this guy you project an entire like fantasy and future and relationship onto him. And you're like, this is how things are going to be. And then when they're not that way, you're like, fuck you for not acting how you did in my head. When I <laughs> went through this whole scenario earlier, right. Mr. Mark, I'm going to go for that guy. I'm going to go for that guy. And then you like go for that guy and you're like, oh, that other guy, <laughs> that other guy. It's all just like, so, real and honest <laughs> I feel it I um I get what you're saying about I'm uh, not like being over Colton using Becca as an excuse because I'm just so done with Becca I'm out of, I'm out of here <laughs> when she Becca. showed up I was like please until Gary you say hi I was like you stop it <laughs> okay that was so weird because she technically broke her contract on television well, I think they knew that this was going to air. Well, they knew that it was going to air after, after. But at the time, she still wasn't allowed to say anything to anyone yeah. who she picked. Like, technically, the timeline doesn't exactly <laughs> match up. And we watched her just be like, I'll tell Garrett you said hi. It was also so fucked up because of her to do that because he's like, I was in love with you. This was really hard for me. Like, thank you for this closure. And then she was like, Lols, I picked Garrett. <laughs> I think her foot actually popped as she walked off. I, also, I will say I've never seen her more more happy and sure of herself and confident in my entire uh, relationship with Becca. I was like, wow, I've never heard you actually believe what you were saying before. <laughs> yeah, well, she's had to do a lot of talking herself into stuff. Yeah. Um, I. I thought it was a weird look for her, like as he's crying about her to like be like, this is what you got to do, like pumping him up after she's the one that broke his heart. Yeah, it was really weird. Could you imagine if you dumped someone and then he was like, I'm not over you. And then you were like, dude, all you got to do is like use that sadness that you have towards me and use that vulnerability towards me and show and cry in front of another girl. And then she'll be so into it. I know. Which, by the way, Becca's right by the way that's exactly how garrett got becca that's how all those guys got becca they cried about other girls to her and she was like i love them (laughs) they've all been through life (laughs) yeah so clearly she's on to something it's a good tactic yeah uh should we talk about chris r So we're just going to go couple. We're basically going to go couple by couple. We're not necessarily going in um, chronological, chronological because order. who could ever keep up with that? Um, Chris R is devil incarnate. <laughs> I, I like physically feel, feel ill when he's on the screen. The way that he spoke to Tia and like, as Tia was explaining, how she felt about the Colton situation. And she's just, and she said, I even being here sitting next to you, I have certain insecurities because who's to go and say that you don't have one foot out the door and that somebody else can come along and you wouldn't be interested. And all he said was Tia, you deserve to be fought for. And I just want you to trust me, trust me, trust me, trust me, trust me. Like I'm pretty sure, like I almost ordered a sugar fish. (laughs) He said, Trust me. So for those who don't know, Sugarfish <laughs> is a sushi place in LA that uh, 
like instead of just like ordering what you want off the menu, you order a meal called the trust me and then you just eat whatever they bring you. No, it's a fixed menu. Like it's a fixed menu. But it's like it's when you get a box of sushi. It's yeah. Like it's it's a whatever. You don't put your meal together. You you just take the meal that they told you to but believe it's the that same then. thing every time. OK, whatever. This analogy I, doesn't apply. <laughs> uh, you used it. I know. I regret <laughs> everything. We should not have explained. This is why I. OK, whatever. Um, this is why I vow never to make a joke ever again on this podcast. <laughs> OK. Um, but he was just like basically injecting her with like all of this bullshit and just like saying everything that she needed to feel safe in order to manipulate himself to stay. It was just the most evil way to go about things. And when Crystal came up to him after Kenny, which we'll talk about her breakup with Kenny, but after Crystal came up to him and told her that he was interested in possibly pursuing something, which by the way, why are any of these girls interested <laughs> no, in pursuing it, anything I, with this I don't guy? get it. Also, if they're best friends with Becca, wouldn't Becca be like, run for the hills? He's crazy. Yeah, I don't think Crystal's best friends with Becca, but right. you're right. Um, he So she is like, I'm maybe interested in us hanging out. And he's like, well, I've never had... I, I definitely don't have a girlfriend. And um, I've never kissed a blonde before. And I'd love to give you the title. Oh, the sleaziest, what? nastiest thing I've ever heard. And how is he so proud of it the next day? He's telling everybody. And then Tia walks up and he's like, woo, woo. <laughs> do you think, what did you think was going to happen? Idiot. Do you think that he's ever kissed a girl before paradise? <laughs> well, yeah, he kissed Becca. Okay. Before being on television. <laughs> um, I guess. I don't know. Uh, he just like, you know how when you were in high school and you would make out with somebody and then you would tell everyone, like anyone who had yeah. ears. Like, yeah. It just feels so juvenile that he's like, guess what? Kiss Crystal last night. Yeah. It's yeah. No, it's like gross. He like tells everybody. Oh my God. He's moving with the cheese, right? Moving with the cheese. <laughs> Gosh, what a, what a beautiful Kenny way. and Eric had an insane metaphor. <laughs> That, oh gosh that, we just watched the cheese get moved i know we with, were watching the cheese move yeah it was it was it was a beautiful ballet uh full of probably stds at this point right <laughs> at this point they've been in the real world um but um wait what was it i just like totally lost so we're talking about chris if he's ever actually kissed a girl oh um yeah no i he definitely has i just no yeah he, it's like so that's the thing he's like so juvenile it's like it's really weird. It was like he wanted to come on this show and he genuinely wanted to have the like reputation of like player. It's like that's what he wanted. He's like, mm -hmm. I want all the girls to come after me and me just like, like play with all their minds. Like, I think that's what he wanted. Maybe. It seems like he... That's probably what he wanted, but he doesn't want anyone to think that's what he wants. Yeah. He wants everyone to think that he's a good guy. Which and those are the worst kinds of guys. He's, I, it, there's just nothing redeemable about him. Everything was cemented. And God, for a girl who's been Team Jordan for a long time, I have jumped ship. 
because the minute that they started reducing those women to, to appetizers, food, yeah. When he said that he they wanted to make out with four women the night of the rose ceremony and they broke down the value of each woman based on what food they represented i was like you guys are disgusting i know horrible people i know and what was worse was like i went on chris r's instagram because like i'm just trying to like actively hate him in any way that i can i love that i love doing that and he just like has a lot of contemplative shots of like him in a gross tuxedo jacket and like a graphic tee and hipster goggles on walking down a street looking contemplative being like um when you're going through hard times and you hear a lot of negative noise, you just got to believe in yourself. Like, you know, who the kind of person you are. And I'm just like, dude, you cannot make yourself out to be the victim in this situation. You reacted poorly. And like the things that you editing doesn't matter. The things that you said were sad. This wasn't like a cunt. Like this wasn't like, Oh, taken out of context. Like, you did that. Like, you said that straightforward. It was gross. Gross. It was. And I, to me, it's like, how could anyone want to be with him? I hope he's ripped to shreds after Paradise. Uh, it's not after the final rose. I forget what they call it after Paradise. But yeah, the I, reunion, I guess. I was really hoping that like Tia would just give him the real after Colton told her about what Chris R did, which I thought was a cool move on Colton's part because at that point he has the rose and he has the power and he has nothing to gain from. Telling yeah, I agree. I agree. I thought it was yeah, like yeah. an actual good guy move. Yeah. Um, but I like, I was, I was really hoping for Tia to just like fucking nail him when she was just like, it's time to cook the goose. I was like, yeah, girl, go cook him. But it just, it, it, what it teased next week is that she just falls apart in front of him. Well, we don't know. I really hope that she like guts him I know. with truth because it's not about the fact that he kissed Crystal. It's the fact that he fed her all of this. Yeah. Bullshit it, and it, then it, kissed Crystal. Exactly. Exactly. It's because he freak. The, all these guys are just like, oh, they're just like, tell everyone what they want to hear. And then I guess except Colton, <laughs> he tells everyone what they don't want to hear. <laughs> listen you and i are not gonna have sex and i'm definitely not into you (laughs) um okay should we talk about kenny and crystal yeah yeah um okay so like so well kevin and crystal like quickly disintegrated when chris when kenny asked crystal on a date which really quickly we have not discussed the fact that bibby and kevin were like a, a couple for a hot minute on winter games and we yeah. haven't seen them interact once in paradise no, i just don't think that they're into each other but they've made out like can't they at least talk they're definitely talking okay we just don't see it like it's not it's not actual drama because bibs just doesn't care yeah she's like go do you boo i know i'm getting nervous that she's gonna be gone this episode mm, she probably will unless colton gives her a bone because she gave him a bone that'd be tight also what do you think about that the fact that she 
brought him back. Oh, I I was hoping that we could see what more of what the interaction was between Tia and Bibiana. Well, okay, so this is my theory. Okay. Because T- Tia and Bibiana are friends. Yeah. So my theory is that Tia basically pulled her aside and was like, listen, I have to give the rose to Chris to prove a point. But as my friend, I need you to pick Colton. And then she did. And then at the rose ceremony, Tia was like, oh, come on. <laughs> like, uh, I was not expecting this to happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's my theory that's probably what happened i think so (laughs) okay so back to crystal and kenny yeah fast forward to the future um i love them together (laughs) yeah she was like that wrestling moment was like emotional it was really beautiful to see because most of these people go on dates and these people are like let me tell you who i am where this was an opportunity for Kenny to really show her who he was. And she understood that. Like she felt that. And she's like just watching him wrestle and watching him do something that he loves and like defend her honor to the villain. She's like, I I feel like I learned who he was through this experience. And I just felt it was such a nice moment. I also think it's really attractive to watch somebody doing something that they love. Agreed. Confidently. Yeah. Like it would be hard to not be attracted to somebody, anybody in that kind of situation. Yeah. Like I bet it would be really hot to watch Venmo John program his iPhone apps. (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. Watch it all day. Oh my God. (laughs) Despite his love or passion for uh, playing horrible guitar. (laughs) Um, oh. it, which it made the optics a little bit tough when Kenny literally drew a heart, a giant, <laughs> a giant heart in the sand and lined it with candles. And was like, I'm "Does like, he you know I'm not here?" And he's like, "Well, I feel bad." <laughs> I knew she dumped him in a heart. It was like also kind of a misshapen heart, so I was like, "Was it a heart?" I know. I was like, "That's a heart." <laughs> Oh my god, it was so upsetting. I just love Kenny so much and I just don't want to see him sad, which is why I was nervous about Paradise for him. Just because he's in be, such I think he'll be fine. He's just in such a different place in his life than yeah. the rest of these clowns. Like why not him and Chelsea? Oh yeah. I mean, I guess that's rude of me to be like, they both have kids, they've got stuff in common, but like, I don't know, it's true. <laughs> they understand they what understand. the other person has to go through. And yeah. I think being able to empathize with your partner is like pretty important. I don't know. I don't know why we haven't seen them together. Yeah. She's like not dissimilar looking at Crystal. <laughs> right. I know. It wouldn't be crazy that a guy would be attracted to Crystal would be attracted to Chelsea. I love Chelsea. Yeah, she just seems to really be a sweet girl. Yeah, I know. I've got I really dove deep into her life and I'm just like, you're special. (laughs) I heard her on Olivia's podcast and she was just like, listen, I can't do the L.A. thing. Like I (laughs) have to live in Maine and like, you know, my goal with this was to like create a community then in Maine. (laughs) I was like, wow, interesting. So I had to go out to L.A. in order to create my main community. <laughs> All right. So we're talking about Annalise Jordan, Jenna. Um, Wait, wait. Crystal. Wait. Are more thoughts on Crystal? No, we should go to <laughs> Kevin and Astrid. Okay. Because Kevin was connected Got to it. Crystal. Yeah. The we the webs we weave. <laughs> we're doing uh it's, we have a giant chart up here <laughs> um, uh, connecting. Luckily, everyone's made out with everyone. So we just need to make sure we really should make a web. I did this in college. 
<laughs> of all who all your friends meet out with. I was in a business fraternity and uh I've denied this to the death until now and I'm just coming out with it publicly but my friend Julia and I made a web and Connie all three of us made a web of everyone in our business fraternity that had hooked up and we like weaved everyone together it was disgusting we needed two poster boards and (laughs) we were like these are just the people we know about and word kind of got out that we did that and everyone's like you three are nasty and we were like we didn't do that. Why would we ever do that? But nasty no. for doing the no, web. No, we did it. Yeah, they're like you're gross. <laughs> That's the kind of thing that I feel like I could only get away with doing in college and being amused by it. Like if I <laughs> if I did it now, I would be so depressed. <laughs> I was like, I don't well, want to do this it's anymore. It's a little different. Like this was like in a club that we were all in together. I mean, like how do you do that now? I mean, they're like the comedy community. Yeah, I guess. I mean, not that anyone would tell me any of that. Yeah, I wouldn't know I don't anything. Think anyone, I don't think anyone. I don't know. I don't know if people talk about their hookups. Um, anyway, <laughs> now that I've revealed a deep, dark secret of mine. Okay, so Astrid and Kevin. Um, they're the two hottest people on the beach, I guess. <laughs> I like Astrid. I like Kevin. I am happy with this duo. It's fine. I the, Kevin is the one thing about Kevin. I he's just such a basic bitch. Yeah. Uh like when um when John went off on his date with Jubilee, he was like, "What is that dude packing? Like what does this guy have?" And I was just like, "He's attractive. He and has a lot of money. Smart. He's really yeah. nice. He's smart. He's funny. He actually has real conversations with people." Yeah. Like why do you just assume this guy has a big dick? Like to me, he's very obviously hot. <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's like there's nothing. There's like no question mark when it comes to John. Yeah, I know. I just, like Kevin, just shut up. I know. Just like go save some people from a burning building. <laughs> yeah, I guess he has that. He's like an actual hero. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of flying under the radar. They're both yeah, attractive which is like and I, laid back and which cool. is like I'm fans. Fly under. Okay. Jordan. <laughs> okay, this I was I get, the saddest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I was so okay. So Jordan and Annalise basically started off as a couple, and Annalise wasn't necessarily sure if she was into him. I know, and he did this really sweet mm-hmm. thing where, like, my heart melted. This was in part one. He set up like their own personal one-on-one on the beach. It was so nice. It was pretty thoughtful. And you can see Annalise, like the wheels sort of turning in her head. She yeah. was just like, okay, I just have to kind of go with this because I'm being treated really well. And even as like David was like, again, th- trying to sabotage any chance that Jordan has at any I'm sort so, of happiness. Because I, I'm so done with that guy. He's so in love with Jordan and only wants him for himself. I know. It's so obvious. Um, he, um, he, again, he brought up the he just wants to settle with you, which, again, is like never been a sentence that Jordan says unless he's referencing a lie that David told about him. Yeah. But Annalise basically dismisses David and it's like awesome. Yeah. And she doesn't even bring it up on the date, which I thought was a class act move. Yeah. Um, but then Jenna walks in and Jordan just goes insane for her. Listen, I get it. She's hot. She's hot. <laughs> but she's weird. She is so crazy. She's 
out of her mind. <laughs> I have like a hard time tracking any of her sentences. Like she spoke a little bit about how she's an alien with her pink hair. Um, I, I'm trying to like I'm looking her up. I'm trying to look up any quotes that she said. I don't relax like super easy and I am like so relaxed. (laughs) (laughs) She was like really amused by Jordan picking her up by her butt cheeks. She just has this like frenetic energy. She's like the opposite of Annalise. She's the opposite of Annalise. Annalise is like, well, first of all, I don't agree with this. Like you shouldn't go into a situation this way, but she's like, I'm coming here so I can get engaged. Like, then you're probably not going to get engaged if you're like seeking it out. (laughs) But then like, you know, she's like, what do you look for in a guy? Someone who's obsessed with me, basically. (laughs) What she says. And then she's Mm -hmm. like, Jordan and I are like the strongest couple here. And she's just like everything about her. It's kind of like, oh, no, girl. (laughs) Yeah, I a lot. Most of the cast was talking about how she was a little bit delusional. I think it was one of those situations where she wasn't sure if she liked Jordan and then she saw him be into somebody else. And so she was just, she just I mean, she did say that they were the strongest couple there. Yeah. But I mean, at that point, (laughs) but yeah, I know he just goes apeshit over Jenna. He's just obsessed with her. And Jenna's a really nice, fun, pleasant girl. And they are amusing to watch. I noticed that Jordan does this thing every time he's about to kiss somebody he says a line. Not that he's never not saying lines. Yeah. But he was like, um, what he said to Anna, I think what he said to Annalise was, hey, I was just thinking, did you ever get a kiss on Ari season? Yeah. And he goes in for the kiss. And then with Jenna, he was like, hey, happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> he goes in for the kiss. And then they like, n- just like nuzzle heads like lions. I know. They looked like um, Nala and Simba. I know. <laughs> I don't know that actual lions do that. I just think well, they like, do in the lion the, king. The lion king. <laughs> that and that's a, enough research done for me. She they, he also there was like a little bit of neck moving. Like it seems it, it felt weird to watch them make out <laughs> in and like nuzzle each other. It was really weird. Yeah. And I felt bad that everyone was kind of talking about what a great couple they were while Annalise was just sitting there. It was really awkward. But it was to the point where people were like, oh, shit we forgot that like she likes it. actually the only person that showed any sensitivity astrid. to her in that moment was actually before astrid crystal <gasps> when when so um <laughs> jenna asked jordan to go on the date and then jordan like sprouted out like he was on a freaking pogo stick and like started getting ready crystal turned around and started oh, rubbing on yeah. elise's thigh and asked her if she was okay that's true that's true i thought it was just like a quick shot but i was like oh that was a really sweet compassionate gal pal move i like crystal i do too <laughs> i don't know why she why in hell she'd go after chris r but uh so far so good <laughs> i guess i can't i'm just shaking my head no i just can't stand that guy and then astrid and astrid later was like "Ooh, i feel bad for the girl but she didn't necessarily like <laughs> i guess that's true is there any world, <clears throat> any world where Chris, where um, Jenna ends up with a guy at the end of this? <laughs> or does she just like make her make out her way through all the guys to stay till the end? And then it's like, bye, that was fun. I think we've got a chance, a 50 50 chance with her. Oh, OK, I don't know. Jordan seems like he's going to really double down on her. I don't see him giving up. She sort of seems amused by David. But again, David doesn't have any interest in her. He just has interest in making Jordan upset. Yeah. I actually, I thought that Jordan was 
being straightforward with Annalise was a class act move. Yeah. I'm glad that he did that. The second he got back from the date, he was like, hey, let's talk. Wow. I really like this girl. <laughs> he, he kept saying, he's like, listen, we had a great date. But with Jenna, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> he did tell her the truth. It was a bit insensitive. <laughs> um, he didn't do it very tactfully. We do need to discuss Mr. Rogers. Oh, right. Okay. So, Mr. so Jordan, Jordan goes off about David to Jenna, which I get because David's just so annoying. If Jordan and David end up together at the end of this, um, I'll be okay. Jordan's don't sweat David's. He's the opposite of Mr. Rogers. Like, I don't want to be your neighbor, okay? Why would I want to be your neighbor? I'm fucking Mr. Rogers. He went beyond that. He he tried to create an analogy. I'd be very curious to see how Jordan <laughs> did on his SATs. But he was just like, <laughs> Mr. Rogers brought back television for an entire generation of kids. And David, David hasn't done shit here <laughs> i'm fucking mr rogers yeah i don't want to be your neighbor that was neighbor. the craziest thing i've ever heard in my life anytime i don't like someone until the day i die i'm gonna be like i just don't want to be your neighbor <laughs> i think it's a really good way to like weave out toxicity in your life it's like do i want to be this person's neighbor <laughs> And it's like better than saying like, I hate this person. I'm done with you. I just don't want to be your neighbor. (laughs) Done, 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 done. Okay. Real quick. I don't know how to, I don't know how anyone spiders off from here. Eric made out with Angela. Yeah, that was great. Cool. She's very pretty. Yeah. Her hair is really great. Yeah. She's got good hair. She's the only one that actually looks like still done up throughout the day yeah. all the girls look great in the morning but by the end of the day it's like <sighs> she looks good all day. Uh, Kendall looks pretty good all day too yeah um, but her like uh she's so beautiful that like she made Eric like have a guttural reaction like he had to shout paradise to the skies <laughs> like their makeout like it, it caused him to explode <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> It was pretty good. All right. So what do you think about our girl Caroline getting there? Oh, Caroline. (laughs) She's so pretty. That's me banging my head against the wall. She's so pretty. Her dress was a perfect dress for paradise. She walked in looking amazing. She's so sweet. Like, Mm -hmm. she's so sweet, but she was so nervous. She just could be like, I don't even know what to do with this card. (laughs) I know they're like why don't you go talk to people and then like every time she's about to talk to someone she's like what do I do and and they're like well we could go to a location and then like she's like that sounds good now what do I say (laughs) she she sat down with Joe and was like I have to go to the bathroom I have so done that before where I'm just like I don't know how to continue this conversation I don't know how to get out of it so I'm just gonna be like hey do you know where the bathroom is <laughs> I do it at work all the time when you're like small talking with someone in the kitchen I'm like putting my lunch together I'm like well I have to go to the bathroom and then I'll just leave my lunch there and I'm like <laughs> oh god I'm hungry how am I gonna get back to my lunch yeah. <laughs> um I also thought it was funny when she's like wait I don't I don't even know where is even the bathroom and then Joe's like you just gotta walk you just walk over there like he had she's no like, I don't even know where the bathroom 
<laughs> but he waited for her all he night. He waited for her all night. You could tell who was amused by that, like who th- who found it endearing and yeah. who absolutely did not. People Joe who- was like, just go. Joe had no patience for this. It's you know you're in a bad position when <laughs> grocery store Joe, the most awkward man on the planet, is like telling you to get out of your head. John, I think, was maybe the only one that had jo- patience. <laughs> well, Joe and then Astrid gave her the <laughs> best death stare I have ever seen in my life. Because everyone was kind of like politely <laughs> smiling at her. Well, they all know her, so I guess they're like, oh, this is so Caroline. Astrid was like who is this person? She's like, I don't even have the energy to try to fake a smile right now. <laughs> oh, so, this poor. And then they go on the date and she's just like, oh my God, a cat's chasing a frog. <laughs> I know. As like, John was like kind of burying his soul to I her. Know. He's like, I need somebody grounded because I'm very analytical. And then she's like, name that cat. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, wait, no. But he like played along. He very much yes anded her. <laughs> He was, he was like, 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 no, it's your turn. Carl. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. He seemed into her and their kiss was pretty hot. Yeah. I actually thought that this couple made a lot of sense to me, but he had a very, very vulnerable discussion with Jubilee that I was just like, this mm-hmm. is the most intelligent conversation that's ever happened on this show. Yeah, how they talked about who you do, who you do isn't, or what you do isn't who you are. Like what who you are is what makes you passionate. Um, also, oh, work wise, work wise, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, Jubilee, my God, she is beautiful. <laughs> it's truly breathtaking. And when she was so down to just get up on that zip line, like <laughs> she was like, because it was like well, a real- she also like has fought in the in wars and stuff i know but to like <laughs> watch somebody be badass is like so empowering no oh totally no like, no no, no. it's yeah. just not something that i'm used to seeing on a show like this you know what's interesting all past seasons that we've seen jubilee i almost hate saying this because i know twitter's like so behind her but i almost felt she was like kind of annoying to me mm-hmm. but i like loved her and she kind of brought not brought up that she was annoying, but she she brought up like her old season. She's like, I didn't do well on them. Like mm-hmm. it was overwhelming. It was a bad look like, you know, yeah. and I was like, well, wow. Yeah. Some self-reflection. Yeah. And her and John talked about some real shit. They talked about like not being like um, not being, being di- white like yeah, everyone else. Being diverse and being on the show yeah. and finding out how you fit in. They she Jubilee plays the cello. John plays the guitar like. They have a lot of stuff in common. I will say John looks so stupid in that bandana when they yeah. went zipline. And he also needs to shave. He doesn't look good with like a five o'clock shadow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was bummed out that I loved their date so much because I I thought he, him and Caroline were weirdly sweet together. I was like, oh, my God, I love him and Caroline. When Jubilee took him up, I was like, no. And then I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I know. And I just thought it was like such a badass move for Jubilee to look Caroline in the eyes oh as God. she was hugging John after having asked him out. <laughs> she also, scary. did you also see like the star get stuck on her head? <laughs> Wait, what? There was like a star hanging from the canopy and it got stuck in <laughs> on Jubilee's head. <laughs> as she was asking him out. Yeah. She was yeah. asking him out with this star in her head. She's like, hi, do you like on this date with me? Um, Poor Caroline. I know it was a bummer to listen to her talk about her insecurities. And I know we're all people and we all have them, but I was just like, you look like Kate Beckinsale. You are hilarious. I know you are like 
tall and have the shiniest hair and you have like a great job. Her hair is really shiny. It was just so weird watching somebody that hot be so insecure. But I mean, isn't that interesting? Like, it's almost like it doesn't matter what we Mm. look like. We all feel that way. Wow. Are there anyone else we need to talk about? Oh my God, I'm exhausted. Kendall and Joe are still good in a good Kendall place. Kendall and Joe are still good. They did a little bit of a, they did an avocado tuna. Yeah, which I was going to throw up. Just the canned tuna. I was like, why? I was like, you know what's making all of your foods bad is the canned tuna. All your foods bad? Like they were, he was like, it's better with this. And she's like, it's better with this. And I'm like, it's better with nothing because it's canned tuna. <laughs> I know. I I do think it was like a cute activity, like a way yeah, to keep yeah, each yeah. other amused the entire time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is that it? That's there. Bibby, nothing's going on with her. <laughs> Nick left. Nick went home. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Chelsea, nothing Will, going on Will's with her. Went home. Everybody didn't see what a gem they had. Yeah, nothing's happening with Chelsea. Well, four girls are going to go home. I know. Every time a new girl came up, I was like, another one. Okay. Who do you think is, who do you think John is going to give his rose to? Jubilee. Really? Yeah. But I feel like someone else might scoop up Caroline. I would love that. Annalise is going home. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Annalise is going home and I think, oh, Nisha. Nothing's going on with her. We haven't seen Nisha since her and Jordan talked about reincarnation. (laughs) I do actually need to write this out. I need to write all the boys on one side, all the girls on another, and then dot my line to who I think the boys are picking because I can't even match anyone right now. Yeah. Right now, the only people that I'm emotionally invested in are Jubilee, Caroline, and John. And I think it's because I actually like all <laughs> we like that. I think it's because I like all three of them. Yeah. And I'm like, which way I have no idea what's gonna go which way it's gonna go because when I think about Caroline getting hurt, I get so sad. But when I think about Jubilee getting hurt, I feel so sad. I bet Wills and Caroline could have hit it off. She's um, like a foot taller than him. <laughs> I know. Okay. So four girls go home, right? Mm-hmm. Annalise is definitely one of them. Nisha's definitely one of them. Bibbs. Bibby and Chelsea that's my prediction yeah you're probably right I think someone's gonna scoop up Caroline I hope so mm-hmm. I think someone's gonna do it and because I think she's like sweet and nice and like just like j- like just so like earnest and like genuine enough that someone will be like she deserves another week <laughs> yeah I also like I think John is the biggest catch and because he like liked her for the parts that made her a little bit weird I I think that's like what people want in life like they want people that don't love you like in spite of those things they love you because of them here's my dream okay John picks Caroline Jubilee gets with Kenny maybe no that would never work she likes nerdy guys um honestly John is her type. <laughs> like he is exactly. Maybe Ben Higgins shows up and they reconnect. <laughs> I don't think so. He I really did not like that girl. Ben Higgs threw her under the bus so hard. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll see how it all plays out. <sighs> okay. Well, we'll be, we'll be back next Thursday. Yes, we will. So tune in and have a beautiful night. Sorry, you want to send us off? Almost paradise. Walking on heaven's door. Volume 30. Almost paradise. Volume 2. How could I ask for Alexa, more? stop. Okay.
Okay, bye guys. See you next week. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, you can find us again wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. I'm Sarah. And I'm Beth. And we host Everything is Rent, a podcast about the Broadway musical Rent. Every week, we're joined by a hilarious guest to talk about one of Rent's 525,600 songs. We'll answer questions like, is Rent the best musical of all time? Has Rent aged well? Are they not going to pay Rent? The answer to all these questions is yes. That's Everything is Rent on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.